I just pray right now for each one here. God, that we will know that you are for us and not against us, that we will know that you are with us in the battle, that you are with us in the boat, in the middle of the storm, and that you are the peacemaker, that you are the one who blesses us, you are the one who guides and directs our lives. So I pray in Jesus' name that you will touch each heart and each life with your presence and your truth, with your healing touch. I pray for healing in bodies. I pray for healing in minds. I ask you, God, that by faith, because our faith is in you, our faith is in your word, our faith, Lord, is in the moving of your Holy Spirit. So we just ask you to move upon each one and touch their lives. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. We thank God for his Holy Spirit that's here with us, helping us, giving us strength, encouraging our lives this morning. God is so good. And online, if you'd like to connect with us, be sure to love to connect with you. You can hit the connect button if you're here. And you, uh, it's your first time here. There's a connect card in front of you. You can pull that out of the seat pocket and begin to fill that out. We'd love to get to know you. We'll give you a five-bucks Starbucks card if you'll turn that in to us, that information. Giving, we, we give you opportunity every week here as you leave. There's the giving boxes online. You can connect and hit the uh, giving button. But today is about missions. We try to highlight missions every first Sunday of the month. Usually just with a video, but today we have a uh, missionary with us. In just a moment, I'll introduce him. But uh, we just want God to speak to us. And God has given us so much. Too much given, much is required. And I just want you to know God is going to bless you as you're obedient to him. And uh, we did ask you to start giving Easter candy. So hopefully some of you brought some. We do have the containers out back. We're going to participate in our community Easter time of giving candy and fun to kids, so help us to do that, and you can do that uh, through the through the week uh, up until March uh, 21st. And then home groups, you're going to be getting more information. If you haven't been contacted yet, you're going to be contacted really soon, and I'll do my best to make sure everybody's contacted. If you feel like nobody said anything to you yet, call the church office, and I'll see what needs to take care of it. That's coming up uh, starting next week. Looking forward to home groups. We have one more announcement, but we're going to give this announcement via a video here. Yes, Steve. This is a really funny video, <laughs> and it looks like there was two downloads, and I'm assuming he downloaded the one for whatever reason and did not have the, uh, yeah, yeah, that is terrible. So let me tell you, this guy is upset that churches, you keep playing the video because I can, you know, commentate here. Uh, I don't know if you can keep playing. So. He's upset. Church has started. Two ushers are like, oh, man, you missed so much. This has been great. And then he's like, I've been coming to this church forever. Did they ask me about changing the time? No, they didn't ask me. So he's still upset. Nobody talked to me about this. And I'm going to lay I'm going to police 
the Kraken on the pastor, and he is just so upset, and the guys are like, oh, no, he looks upset. But they're like, don't worry, it's going to be on Facebook. And then he gets even more mad when he starts pushing Facebook. See, more mad, I told you, he's getting more upset. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, he is, there it goes, he's playing the Kraken now on the pastor. And so the guy's like, why don't you just tell him it's daylight savings time? He's like, oh, no, you got to watch this. And so he starts tackling the pastor, and it was really close. Isn't that better commentating? Yeah, yeah. At, at Calvary Church, we don't, we don't listen to videos. We listen to your pastor commentating. That is much, much better. So don't forget, next Sunday, this Saturday night, move your clocks forward. Don't be late. Yeah. That's what that video was all about. All right. It's Mission Sunday, and we have a missionary with us. We're so grateful for David Millsap. And he's coming. He's going to speak to us and encourage you. And I want to give him as much time. So, David, come on up and give him a hand. grateful for you. Uh, we're grateful uh, uh, for, for you and just the general mission support, whether it's uh, you know, just whatever whatever that you give to missions is so vital and important for the work around around the world. And uh, really, missionaries couldn't do what they do without your giving. Continually, month by month, or week by week, or however often it is that you do it, uh, it's, it's really important uh, to us. And the next slide is going to be of our, of our family. Picture of our family at Christmas time. Yeah, nice picture. Got a beautiful family, and uh, my wife's there uh, beside me, and uh, she's a she's a happy mom. Grandkids sprinkle on top of my family, so so she she actually works Monday through Friday. I'm spending some time traveling, so she can't really be with me uh, today. So she sends her her greetings uh, to you. But we want to just share with you. Uh, about where we, what we, what we do, where we are. So we, uh, we actually, we live in Eastern European country of Lithuania. And Lithuania, uh, we can go on to the next slide. I'll, I'll just kind of pop through these slides so you just kind of keep up with me. There you go. So there's Lithuania. There's Europe. And Lithuania is at the red spot there. And so uh, we live in Lithuania. And uh, it's, a, it's a former Soviet Union country. And, uh, but we also have a ministry that's wider than just Lithuania. So yes, we do things in Lithuania, but we also have a ministry that's wider than that. And so we live in, uh, we work in the, in the, the Eurasian Northwest. And so Eurasian Northwest is the southern nations of the world. Our, our, our organization divides the world up into Scandinavia, and, 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 and
so small to grow when you start with produce. Uh, and then when the medical produce uh, grows in the community best, then we grow it. We don't have to take that much root and then pull out the
preaching this great title of ministry goes out to the entire church.
Gideon was good with God, God's not going to love me any less if I go to the mission field or don't go. It's because he loves me. I love him. Christ's love compels us. He loves me so much, all I can do is become an obedient spectator. I love people so much that I want to reach them with the good news of Jesus Christ. Christ's love compels us because we're the instant one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all. We can say that too, right? And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and came This is the good news. This is the good news. He says, for God so loved the world. It's the good This is the, the core of the gospel. For God so loved you all. You are number one here. Your, your children, your mother, your father, your, your brother, your enemy across the street or across the world, whoever, he died for all. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him cannot perish, will not suffer the wages of sin, but have everlasting life, eternal life through Jesus Christ. That's the good news of the gospel. We change the spiritual destiny. This is our temper, it's our goal, it's our vision. said in, in the end of his gospel, it said, Matthew's gospel said, Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Disciples, what are disciples? Disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He didn't heal us, he didn't say, have them all raise their hand and, and say, yes, to give their life to Christ. Uh, raise them all and say, yes, I want to follow Jesus. Already this morning about the importance of Bible reading and prayer. It's what changes us. It's what helps us form us into the into the uh, into the image of God. It is getting to know God. It is what makes us. It, it helps us. That's the that's the essence of discipleship: is understanding and knowing learning about who is God and who He is, because He has taught and does that. His His love compels us. So. We've covered, we've covered so far all of sin, the wages of sin is death, and so salvation is found in no one else. Christ's love compels us to share the good news. The good news he gave his only son, but whoever believes in him will not perish, but everyone have eternal life. How does that happen? He's given us his only son. Do we sincerely believe, do you and I sincerely believe that we possess the son of God, Jesus? We don't confess him as Lord and Savior. Then we actually believe that he is Lord of all things and they have us in Do we believe Jesus is the only way? It's not God's plan that billions of people spend eternity in hell. That's not his plan. That's not the way he designed it. It's not the way he designed it. God's not willing that any should perish. Churches and individuals give money to send people to make disciples of all nations. How can the spiritual destiny of a nation be changed? 
in the original quest, we've adopted the following strategy. First of all, personal evangelism as a lifestyle. This is what we call broad sowing. You know, you, you don't doesn't you don't care where the seed falls. You just got to be faithful to sow the seed. Sow the seed of the gospel to share your faith with other people. Help people come to know Christ in whatever way. Doesn't mean you have to take them from not believing at all, 100% against God, to all the way to believing, all the ones that are true. It doesn't happen that way. It's, a, it's almost always a process. Almost always it's a process. So, sow the seed. Water the, water the seed. Gotta be in the seed. Amen? Missional living. We're going to talk a lot about that in just a second here. But living a questionable life, we'll get into that. Discipleship. Learning to follow Jesus. Being obedient. And then one-to-one, as I was mentioned in the video. One percent. Discipling one percent. That's two percent. And you notice the text becomes a two percent. But then you multiply that out, then you got four percent. Then you got sixteen Discipleship done right makes more disciples. If people are making people are disciples, they actually should be making disciples. You say you're a disciple, and you're not making disciples. It might be a question. Once momentum gets started, it's hard to stop. It's called a movement. And finally, we focus on spiritual formation, growing in the life-giving. So let's look at, at, at missional living. I want to focus on this because it is applicable to our to our everyday everyday life. It's called a questionable life. Evangelistic, effective, effective evangelistic missions work through multitudinous, hospitable, spirit-led, Christ-like lives as missionaries in our own neighborhood. We're not living a questionable life, are we, guys? Come on, are you a living Christian? No, it's like you you are a weird one. What is it about you? But why do you love me like that? Why do you? What is so different? Tell me about that. What, what makes you different than me? Why are you happy? What gives you joy? Why, why do you have that thing that's going on in your life? What is it about you? It's questionable. Our lives are so like the world that we don't, people don't ask us, what is the dream? What's the hope that you're living for? Diligently work to to see missions one of our core core competencies. I want to actually implement it all across the Asian West. Part of what we do in the leadership team, we commit that to the lives. Um, we have this thing that's called bells. Living questionable life. So we like to bless three people each week. Bless. That might be words of affirmation. It might be acts of kindness. It might be gifts. It might be giving a, a gift card. It might be taking them to dinner. Somebody is sick or just blessing somebody, mowing somebody's yard, shoveling their sidewalk. You know, somebody just contemplate and think nice. You know, I mean, yes, you can do that. All of us need to do that. Okay, great. But it's something that's through process that comes to us like that. You know, like, you know, that's pretty cool, actually. I mean, I wish we did that. Acts of kindness. Yes. You know, we all eat. Almost all of us eat 
and say, we're all busy. Everybody's all busy. We're all busy, right? Yeah, we're all busy. But what would it take to add a person to that to the busyness of your life a little bit? You wouldn't have to. You could just say, yeah, they, they do mileage and they do everything. They do co-worker activity. You know, you took them out to coffee or you just did with people and they would see you interacting with people with your children and your spouse, get in an argument and you make up. Just like, why do you do that? You know, what do you ever do? You know, what, you know, just something like that. It's like, why do you do that? It's because it's called living a questionable life. It's not really. The next question is, as I call, though, listen deeply to the Holy Spirit. So start your week with listening to the Holy Spirit saying, God, how can I bless you? Who can I bless? Who can I bless this week? Speak to me, Lord. You know, Lord, this is kind of who we are as a disciple. It's like we're people of the Spirit, right? We, we want to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to us. We believe God speaks to us. Very Jesus like studying the Gospels. Spend extra time reading the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then, and that helps you because you abandon all the other Holy New Testament and New Testament. But what if we just spend a lot of time? Focusing on just Jesus. Jesus is he's the main character. Okay, he's the main character. And when I open my mouth, I want Jesus to come out. So focus, focus on Jesus. Not the exclusion of everything else, but concentrate a little extra effort on him. And then six. And can we journal? Can we journal the way that God uses us? So this week we have our spiritual antenna up and say, How am I living since? How am I living? With God on mission, what is God challenging me to do? So then, you can do this um, if, if you would just uh, if you would if you would set your mind to this. I want to tell you a story, uh, two stories. One about Lolita and Alex. Lolita and Alex. Here's here's one. Lolita came to our came started coming to our our church and. Uh, Williamsburg, New Church in Williamsburg, Williamsburg, Ohio. So you can see her there as a baby, baby, and a little, little Roman boy. Um, so she came, and he was in another country working as a traffic cop. So she was very discouraged about this whole thing. And somebody invited her to, to go to this church for the week back. And then once she got there, once we got to know her, we get into all of this here. We really want to have a relationship with this lady. So we helped her set up and all that. We said, we said, how can we help her? So we gave her, you know, we threw her a couple dollars and a couple pennies every week. And that's the second story I want to tell you. This is how we got to know her. Okay, her husband came back to our church and said, hey, Miss Lillian, you know, you sold you sold and saw the new tractor and you gave us that. And then Kristen, the next story is uh, this is from a few years ago. 
but Justin was uh, in initially in Alpha, Alpha. Uh, I was in Alpha at the time in, in the first months of college, studying for the Christian was one of the things in there, but still, uh, it was a real gift that God blesses me to know that he's, he's teaching one of our missionaries This is coming full circle. So, so everybody is gifted as ambassadors. Everybody is gifted and called. And this is part of the way that we keep the agent blessing of having to be able or prepared to be this faith promise giver. He says here on the right, he says, as your faith promise or commitment the agreement between you and God is under the control of the eyes of promise or commitment. That means a promise that you agree to and then comes to pass. But the way you make a faith promise or faith commitment isn't by sitting down and saying, okay, God, maybe I'll give up on my Ferrari or other things like that. God doesn't have anything for a Ferrari. He's going to get some other things. I'd like to take a house on the Ferrari. the story of a man who put some people in charge of his vineyard and he went off. 
that he was coming back. Jesus told him that story because that is the same story being told in our lives. Jesus walked this earth. He died on a cross for our sins. Jesus loved us. When he went to heaven and he told his disciples, I am coming back. Jesus Christ is returning for his church. He's returning to see what you and I have done in his honor. What we have done with his truth. What we have done with the love that we have received. He's coming back. It's, he's made a deposit in us. He's given us something to share. He's given us something to give away. Not to keep for ourselves. But that we would spread the gospel. And I'm so grateful for missionaries who give up their lives. I love our country. I love our food. I, I love, I know there's, we can, we can get into point this too. But to me, there's more joy in this country than the complaining. And yet these missionaries give up their way of life. They give up their families. They give up their homes. And they travel around the world. Why? Because Jesus Christ has given them something. And it needs to be given around the world. So this faith promise card, commitment card, there's probably a small percentage of you who said, oh yeah, we, I remember doing this. We haven't done this. We haven't done this in this church for a long time. I've done this all my life. So there's this spiritual side of things, but there's also this practical side. You see, David and his family, they've given up everything. And they've given up their the ministry that they had and Many ministers give up the ministry and say, okay, I, I no longer are going to have this steady income. I'm going to depend upon churches to support me, and then I'm going to go. And we tell them, we say, you know what? We've got your back. You can go. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, because we know Jesus is coming back, and not all of us can go. But we need some people who will go. But while we're here, we are going to be missionaries. We're going to spread the gospel, but we're going to work so that we can support you. And so I'm going to do this every year because when you say we can give, then we can put a budget together and we can tell missionaries like David, you know what? This is how much money this church says they're going to give. We can take you on. You can go and, and leave everything. Don't worry. We're going to support you. That's a team. Maybe if you want to sit and fill this out, you can do that. But we're going to sing a song. And if you want to do this, fill this out and make a commitment. Tara and I, every year, we make a commitment. And we have added to our missions commitment. We've added. Every year we say, okay, God, here we are. I remember as a young pastor, I used to say to myself, man, this would be a good retirement fund. But I would always tell God, there is no better retirement fund than giving to missions. You know what? Because as pastors, we don't have like this 501k thing going on. We have to take care of our own retirement. And I remember I said, okay, Lord, I'm not going to, that, that would be a good retirement fund. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to keep giving the missions. And then you know what? God started taking care of a retirement fund for me. Give to God and God's going to bless you. And so Tara and I, every year, we do this. 
like to do it, we would love for you to do it. This lets us know how we can support missionaries on the field. If you need to take this with you, totally understand that. Take it with you online. Uh, maybe you can stop by the office and pick one up and just, just make a commitment. And like David said, we're not going to call you and say, hey, what was the community? We're not going to do this. That. We'll just take the funds and we'll add it to our budget list and say, okay, let's build a missions budget for these commitments. Father, I just pray that you'll speak to our hearts. Lord, would you move upon us? Would you help us to be givers? Would you help us to see the big picture? Would you help us to recognize that you are coming back? You're coming soon. And we want you to come back to a church that was giving. We want you to come back, Lord, to a church that was concerned about the world. We want you to come back to us, Lord, and say, good job. Thank you for being faithful. Speak to our hearts, God, we pray in Jesus' name. Let's, let's worship together. The worship team's going to lead us in a song.